Welcome to Stu's EV Universe, where you can find anything and everything electric vehicle. So today I have the pleasure of having Rob Simon as my guest on the podcast. Uh, before I start things off, I just wanted to make a little bit of an announcement because it's been a while since my last podcast. Um, it's been a couple months, which is unfortunately, um, I just uh, took on a new job. Um, I'm the new executive director of uh, the Louisville Sustainability Council here in Louisville. So that's been taking up a lot of my time. In addition, uh, you know, pretty soon after I started, I had some health issues. So that took a few weeks to, uh, to work its way out. So I'm, I'm happy to say that I am all better and I'm happy to be back here and uh, doing more podcasts. So um, I wanted to thank you for, for coming on today, Rob. Fantastic. Happy to be here. Congratulations on the new job. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it. Uh, yeah, we spoke a little while back. I guess maybe the, the best place to start is uh, to talk a little bit about you. And um, I know you're part of the Blue Ridge EV Club in Asheville, North Carolina. Um, a little bit about, uh, you know, your history with EVs, what you've driven in the past, what you drive now. Um, and uh, probably a little bit of a shout out to the Asheville uh, EV Club would be nice, too. So yeah. uh, let, let's start there. Sounds good. Yeah, I, uh, I got active in the Blue Ridge EV Club a few years ago. And I think the first time I reached out to you, I had been reading about uh, the Adopted Charger program in Kentucky and from Evolve KY and saw the documentary and wanted to get something like that going in Asheville. So I, I, you were super helpful. I reached out. And uh, we haven't got our program off the ground yet, but it was, uh, I had just gotten a Nissan Leaf and was really excited about level two charging and getting more level two charging in the Asheville area. So, uh, and since then I've had, I had a Tesla Model 3 for a very short time and now I have a Volkswagen ID4. Okay, great. Yeah, the Volkswagen ID4 is a great car. Yeah, really been enjoying so, it. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, I guess it was in June you reached out to me, and, and I thought it was very interesting. You had, uh, I, 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 unfortunately, your father passed away, you said, in, in March. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, and um, it's just, your, your son is how old? Twelve. And how, what's, his what's his name? Louis. Louis. And uh, he had a request. Can you tell us about that? It was an unusual request. Yeah, he wanted uh, my dad's old golf cart. Okay. Now, what, what's the what's the reason for that? I mean, when we would go down to visit, he would always drive around, and that's kind of he learned to drive on that golf cart, and it was his first thing he ever drove. And you know, go karts aren't as big as when we were kids, right? And so that was kind of his first motorized getting out on the road and learning to coordinate using a pedal and turning, and a lot of good memories of like, oh, watch out, and <laughs> grabbing the wheel and, and things like that. Oh, that's really cool. That's really cool. So. Um, what happened after, you know, your son made that request? We, we do a, kind of like you do in, in Kentucky. We have some big drive electric events a few times a year, usually around Earth Day. And then I think uh, in the in the fall as well, one other one other time a year. And so I had been seeing uh, 
some professors and students from a couple local universities, Warren Wilson and University of North Carolina at Asheville, have this cool collaboration where they take old golf carts and they turn them into solar-powered mobile microgrid utility vehicles. And I saw that from across the parking lot and was just like, wow, I have to go check that out. And I was talking to the students and, and learning. They all kind of had different aspects that they had worked on and hearing about it. And uh, they had been to a few of those events and I just kept going and seeing all the different modifications they were doing. And each time they did one, they would do it a little differently and and learn and change things and uh, was just always really excited to see them giving them lots of positive feedbacks and wanted to see how I could support them. And so I asked them, I said, you know, how do you, how do you all get your golf carts? And they're like, actually, that's one of our bigger problems is getting golf cart donations and uh, it just kind of started to come together that there was this golf cart that wasn't being used anymore down in South Florida and maybe could figure out a way to donate it to the program. Yeah, so uh, you kind of ran with that and you basically did a, a father-son uh, road trip. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we uh, <laughs> we took off. We we borrowed a trailer from the, the one they used to bring the, the solar-powered utility vehicles to events. The professor, Keith from Warren Wilson, was nice enough to lend that to me. And I had just gotten the ID4 that, that can tow. And I said, I'm, I'm going to figure this out. I never towed anything in my life. Went over and picked up the, the trailer a couple days before and then uh, was trying to figure out how to back it up in my neighborhood, which was not going well. <laughs> trying to coordinate backing up a small trailer. I was like, I'll just go forward all the time. That's the plan. Right. <laughs> and uh, and so, yeah, we, we got started at like four or five in the morning and uh, and headed headed for Florida in uh, in June when uh, after school ended. Was this your first road trip in an EV or, or no? Or It was about my third road trip in an EV. I had done one uh, long trip in the Model 3 and then I had done one previously in the uh, in the ID four, okay. so it was uh, about my third one, but my first time towing anything with any kind of vehicle. <laughs> and how long a trip is that? How you know mileage wise or hours? I think it's about if you're just driving it straight through with no stops. I think it's about eleven or twelve hours. Okay. So a substantial trip mm-hmm. with a uh, towing something. It ended up taking over a week with stops and visiting wow. family and, and some some other stops along the way for, for some fun stuff. Yeah. Can you tell me a little bit about like um, anything that sticks out as far as the, the trip there um, or, or, and or the, you know, the trip back? I mean, the, the highlights for me weren't, you know, it was great to be in an EV. It was great uh, meeting people at Chargers. But really the highlights were we, we drove all the first day so we could get to Crystal River, Florida and uh, snorkel with manatees there. And that oh, was, wow. So that was really, really fun. Yeah. And then that's we, great. Yeah, and then we stopped, and uh, it was kind of a little pre-July 4th, but stopped and saw some cousins. And I had no idea that fireworks had been completely legal in Florida. You can buy, like, 4th of July festival-grade fireworks. And so my cousin had gotten some, and we went out to a park and launched some. And that was uh, that, that was a fun family bonding night. But then the, the real highlight for me was on the way back up, we stopped outside of uh, Juno Beach, Florida. There's a loggerhead turtle preserve. And we uh, I had been there uh, with my dad. When I, That's sorry, fine. I'm getting a little emotional. Oh, I understand. Man. 
but we uh, we nailed the timing and we stopped in and the sea turtles were nesting mm-hmm. and that was really cool right it, well and yeah. this is something too that like the emotional part of it you know I yeah. mean we're doing you know you're talking about sea turtles you're talking about manatees you're talking about nature mm-hmm. and appreciating nature and sharing that i'm going to get emotional um sharing that with with your son you Mm -hmm. know and it's like this kind of intergenerational thing happening um yeah so that's that's super special i mean um i mean i imagine just the time in the car with your son you know all those hours you know that's it it was great yeah. yeah yeah and uh and it really ties in it's you know this is to me why EVs and sustainability are so important. It's when you get on the ground and right. you see sea turtles that have been nesting for millions of years coming into the beaches and doing that. And I could see the difference. Right. I had, The first time I ever saw that was with my dad when I was about the age right. Louis is now. And since then, there are so many more turtles. And that conservation right. effort that's been going on for the last 30, 40 years, where they've been protecting the nests and protecting the habitat, and those turtles that were born 30 years ago are now coming back to nest. And right. when I went, you know, maybe it was the time of year, but I remember walking for hours and seeing one nesting sea turtle. We got there at about 11 o'clock at night and we saw over a dozen nesting sea turtles. They were everywhere. We walked for five minutes on the beach and we're like, oh, there's one. There's one. You know, I prepared my Louis. So, you know, we may walk for a while and not see any. And it turned out there was turtles everywhere. So it was it was a beautiful night. And that's something, you know, I mean, it's just so easy to get sucked into all the negativity because there's so much of it, you know, um, and, and things are not great right now as mm-hmm. far as the climate. Um, but to hear stories like that where, you know, people are making a difference and realizing and you're sharing this with your son. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's that's really like a. A very hopeful thing. So that's yeah. really wonderful. Yeah, that's Thanks. really great. Yeah, I've heard so. some of your podcasts, and I, I know that you, uh, it's a kind of a family effort to create the podcast, yep. which is really wonderful and inspiring as well. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, my my daughter will be editing this. So. Excellent. <laughs> yeah, no, it's wonderful. And, and that's something that's really interesting to me, too, is like, I have two kids, and you always, as a, as a parent, you always kind of wonder, you know, because you you take every day day by day and you do your normal stuff you know um but we do try in our own small ways to make a difference and you kind of wonder if that's gonna bear fruit you know in the future and uh i mean i'm happy to say that both my kids um you know nobody's perfect but we they they you know my son now drives a plug-in hybrid and his you know girlfriend has like they it's funny. It's like his and hers Chevy Volts. Right. <laughs> you know, because she had a had an old clunker, and he, you know, I, I started talking, and then my son kind of carried the ball, and he's like, "Oh yeah, you know, it's really low maintenance, and you know, it's better for the environment. You could save money. You could plug it in." Mm-hmm. Um, so all this stuff that you know, for years, was trying to instill. Uh, eventually. You know, it comes by, and and my my daughter is is very uh, aware of the environment and social causes, and, and it's all good stuff. You know, yeah. So yeah, it's wonderful yeah, to share great. that and uh, pass it on, and, and see what they do with it. That's right. That's right. Yeah. So so uh, you continued on from there. 
Mm-hmm. A- any other uh, interesting things happening or, or conversations or charging stops? <laughs> there, there was certainly some some charging adventures. A lot of time uh, spent in Walmart parking lots. Yeah. The realization that, oh, yeah, Electrify America, I get it. They, they wanted to get a lot of chargers out quickly, and they were able to probably do one giant lease deal with Walmart across the country and right, and, and accomplish right. that. But it's really not a lot of fun hanging out no. in a Walmart parking lot in 95 degree summer heat right? <laughs> and just right. feeling like I'm cooking. And uh, so, you know, those parts were not great. And some of the chargers were going pretty slow. At one right. point, we were, we were throwing around the football for a while and making in one one parking lot we grabbed a shopping cart and we made a game throwing the football into the shopping cart and it's just, just trying to kill time um well that's well, that's cool so, i mean because like pumping gas you don't do that you know true. so that that's like a, a little uh, unexpected benefit you know yeah the walmart's um we got tired of walmart's uh <laughs> And a trip on our Chevy Bolt as well. Um, with, so. with, with the ID4, you get three free years of charging at Electrify America. So it's kind of balancing oh, yeah. that out. It's like, oh, maybe I'll go to this EV ghost, you know, trying to find another station. I'm willing to pay for a station that I know is working and pumping 150 kW right, to, uh, right. to charge versus. Right. But with the trailer, once we put the golf cart on the trailer, the range just kind of plummeted. And so we were stopping. We had to stop at every charger. So, it, you know, that's a very unusual way to make a road trip it's it's totally doable best not done with a deadline any kind of hard hard time you have to be somewhere so it was nice to be very flexible with it and just not not have to get frustrated with anything and uh take it take it one charging stop at a time and eventually we made it back to Asheville and delivered the uh the trailer to warren wilson with the with the golf cart yeah i mean just kind of curious what is the range of the id4 um, just normally, and then with the trailer, do you, do you have an idea about that? Yeah, with the with the large battery pack, it's and and driving on eco mode, it's about a three hundred mile range, which is which okay. is really nice on flat That's terrain. Nice. You can even get yeah, you can even get three ten, three twenty. So it's really really nice uh, driving from Asheville to Charlotte and back. Just have to charge one stop for fifteen twenty minutes. If you if you hit a level two charger for a little while, then you don't have to stop anywhere. You just you know, if you're at a hotel or something. So yeah, it's really it's really nice for regional travel. It makes it really easy. With the trailer on it, it cut it in half, so it was down to about 160 miles Ooh. of range. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that can be tough. <laughs> I can like imagine. An old, wow, it's like an old school leaf. <laughs> it, yeah, <laughs> at that it, point, just, just about. Wow, yeah. wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, um, I assume. People at these chargers have time. Um, charger conversations. Folks wondering what you were doing. Yeah, there was there was a, a it was some really a lot of nice vehicles there. I saw the new Hyundai uh, sedan. That's a really sharp looking EV. Saw some Rivian SUVs. Uh, saw some Mercedes EVs. I hadn't been really familiar with the EQS and the Mercedes line. There's you know bizarre to see people pulling up in these very brand new expensive Mercedes in a Walmart parking lot and just not wanting to deal with I'm like just showing people how to do it. I'm like, you have to, you have to plug in first then you have to find the chart and you have to swipe and you have to wait a second and you have to click. Okay. And we'll kind of like seeing people struggle with that and right. just helping them through that. And then a couple of the char, there was a couple lines at a few chargers and 
having to navigate through that. But every, if you're going to be in line with people at a charger, EV drivers are good people to, to queue up with and, and hang out in line with. Everybody was really friendly and understanding. It's like, oh, the, the Ionic was here first, and then it's the, then it's, then it's the ID4, then it's you know a different right. car, and so it, right. everybody was really understanding and friendly, and and uh, and so that that part was was smooth, frustrated but friendly. <laughs> right, right. Mm-hmm. And any mishaps with the trailer, or 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 you were just playing it safe, and and you got it, there. It went really well. I definitely noticed uh, without anything on it, it would catch some air if I hit a bump really hard so okay. i was i was going pretty slowly down and back so that uh, that added some extra time and just having never had a trailer before after i loaded up the golf cart and the first time i unhooked the trailer and went to charge i i was trying to figure out how to get the trailer off the ball because before it was light enough i would just pick it up off the trailer ball and put it on the ground and it took me I was just, you know, it's 95 degrees, I'm traveling, and I'm like, what am I missing here? I'm like, oh, it's got the piece, the crank, I got to crank down and get the foot and, and physics, right. is, get, get physics working for me. Right, <laughs> so we, right. we were laughing about that, just that, it, you know, things like that take a minute. And, uh, but that's how we learn. We learn by doing right. things. And certainly I learned most of the things I know in life through trial and error. So it was um, yeah. a couple of little mishaps like that. But uh, yeah, we made it back. Uh, we we made it back in, in one piece, and I would do it again. So yeah, that's really cool. So when you got there, can you tell me a little bit about like handing it off and and uh, what that was like and what uh, I mean? Do they have a bunch of other golf carts there? What, mm-hmm. what was your son's thoughts about all of that too? It, it was fun. That was kind of his last drive. He got to drive it around the campus at Warren Wilson University, and Keith Thompson, right. the professor there, uh, met us and gave us a tour and was really friendly. Showed us around. They have uh, they have a garden or a working farm. I think they have close to like around a thousand acres. They have a working farm and a bunch of solar panels, and they're creating a microgrid and doing all this really exciting renew, uh, ac- projects connected to renewable energy. And so it was right. really, I really enjoyed getting a tour of that. Uh, my son enjoyed most of it, but then uh, not everybody wants to hear about renewable energy for, <laughs> for two hours. So yeah. at some point he started to gloss over a little bit, but it was, a, it was a really fun trip. We met a lot of people there. They were very thankful for the donation and, right. and uh, we're happy to have us back. And yeah, it was nice to see the other the other uh, golf carts that they had converted being used around campus. They're used by students contribute there. So everybody participates either work doing maintenance on buildings or painting or work in the cafeteria or doing different things around the grounds. So you can see the, the old golf carts now being used as work vehicles driving around. Some of them have inverters in them so people can charge tools and things like that. And just seeing them used all day over the campus and not not having to be have to be plugged in. They've also have donated some back to UNCA, the University of North Carolina here in Asheville. At their campus has some. And then there was one other campus uh, university that had donated a cart and they had converted it and then given it back. So yeah, they're doing a lot of a lot of great work, and I think they're on number fourteen or fifteen or something. So wow, yeah. yeah. And these are all solar powered. Um, do they have the ability to plug in as well? Or yeah, they can be charged. There, it's uh, it's amazing to see when you lift up the seat in a golf cart, 
And that whole space is usually some sort of gas-powered engine or for lead-acid batteries. And when you put a lithium-ion battery in there, it only takes up about a quarter or a half of the, wow, the space yeah. in there. So it's kind of like, I guess, getting a frunk in an EV. It's uh, all this extra space left over. Some of them have inverters so that, that you can plug in a, a regular 110 for battery charging or, or using different tools and things or, or uh, having a little party somewhere on campus and running some speakers off of it. So, uh, yeah, it was, uh, it was really nice to see the different kind of uh, the, the different conversions. They're learning along the way, trying different things out, uh, putting in software and things to monitor, I guess, some of the, you know, how, how the golf carts are doing. And um, they've worked on a lot of different models, too. So every model that comes in since they're getting donated, I think the first one they pulled off a trash heap. And, and had to use a forklift. <laughs> so they, they've, uh, they've done a number of different models. They kind of have to go in and figure out where, where everything is on the different models and the different years and, and get them working again. So was this a gas uh, golf cart or electric to begin with? This was an, this was an electric, yeah. Well, that's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it just, I don't know. I mean, I, I see both, and it absolutely makes no sense to have golf carts be gas-powered, and hopefully they're phasing that out. Yeah, I, I was looking on some uh, websites and was amazed that there was, they're just starting to do lithium-ion batteries on some of the big for the big commercial golf cart manufacturers, but I was surprised that it was not the standard. They're still right. using lead acid batteries in these and and gas and and the maintenance and the and, and just having to store gasoline and, and also having the the amount of plugs they would have to have to constantly be charging the lead acid batteries. It just seems like so much infrastructure. And if you could, I imagine if you're starting from from scratch and beginning a project, you're like, oh yeah, if we can do away with all that and just get lithium ion and solar power, that's much easier. Right. And, uh, you know, certainly if I was using it as a farm vehicle or a work vehicle around a you know a couple hundred unit apartment complex or something like that, it would be a lot easier not to have to to worry about plugging it in or filling it up with gas. Right. Right. And, and so hopefully in the next few years that'll that'll happen. I think there is some people who sell conversion kits. But there's, it's. Uh, I think it's hard to make a lot of money. There's not a high demand for them right now. So, no. um, and, and, tra- and I guess after you get them, if you were building them, then you have to transport them halfway around the country. It would probably eat into right. the the profit margin a little bit. But it seems like it would be a great business. The kind of thing if you could get some sort of some sort of subsidy to do it to take all these old golf carts and convert them and give them a new life is with a solar panel on top. Yeah, no, that's really cool. And I, I guess I'm just curious because your son asked for it, you know, for his own use. Mm-hmm. Was he understanding about, you know, donating it? And, and you know, at that age, you, you kind of wonder, are they uh, kind of aware? And was there that buy-in from your son? Yeah, he's he's fortunately got a very high emotional kind of intelligence level. And so we, we were talking about it and we kind of looked around our neighborhood and where would you drive? Where would we park it? Where would you drive this thing when the daily yeah. kind of, you know, how's that going to all work out came into uh, he, he started looking. He's like, oh, yeah, this isn't going to work for my daily life. It's not like I can just drive it to school or or drive it around the neighborhood or go up to the grocery store. It's like there's really nothing I'm going to be able to do with this thing. It's just going to sit over in the corner under a tarp and, and gather gather dust. So it was, a, it was a nice way to have kind of a last hurrah, some last memories with it. And uh, yeah, and honor, honor his grandfather 
in that way. And so, yeah, it was nice to, to feel connected in, in all those ways. And uh, yeah, it was great how understanding he was. And I was amazed that he was excited about it when I brought it up. I was like, do you want to spend like five or six days driving to Florida and back to do this? He was like, yeah, that sounds really fun. I was like, okay, then I guess yeah. this is going to, and it's amazing. I was amazed that everything aligned and came together for it to, to, to happen and kind of be, get the green, the final green light yeah. to, to go. No, and that those you you can't you know you can't buy moments like that. So that's that's wonderful. Mm-hmm. You know that's something he'll remember for yeah. the rest of his life. So that's very cool. Um, is yeah. there anything else you wanted to talk about? I think I think this has been wonderful. Yeah, I think the the biggest thing for me is I mean, when I reached out to you was just the idea of you know I, I really love what Warren Wilson is doing and just really wanted okay. to highlight and spotlight that program and it feels very transferable. There's not any kind of proprietary information that they're holding on to and it seems like a university campus is such a great place for this with renewables and EVs exploding. I know if you and I were back in college right now and we could yeah. take a class like that, you know, doing something like that or working on one of the projects with the solar powered car races where they run them for like four, three or four weeks and set time records and things like that. It's like, that's where I would be. I would a hundred percent be doing that and be involved in it. So to have a project where students can sign up for a class where they're getting to do something hands-on work with solar panels, work with electricity and electrical engineering and software and batteries and putting all that together is just fantastic. And, uh, you know, that's the, the one thing if I could, you know, wave, wave the wand and make it happen, that's what I would love to see is that type of program getting spread across the country because there is no shortage of old golf carts out there. And, uh, I mean, I used to play a lot of golf when I was a kid. I don't do it so much anymore. It's bit of a problematic activity as far as sustainability goes and uh and a couple other reasons to do with my health and my my body starting to ache a lot more as i got older and trying to do things that don't contribute to that but it, it just seems like such a great way to take all of those old old golf carts and, and give them a new life and, and convert them into uh, some you know something that people can use and uh and continue to enjoy for years so yeah that's the that was a real big hope that I that I was wanted to spotlight and in bringing that in. Absolutely. If anybody's got an old golf cart that they want to donate, reach out to Warren Wilson in Asheville, North Carolina, and they'll be happy to take it. Yeah, we'll put the uh, the information on on the podcast uh, as well um, in the information uh, area. Happy to do that. And uh, yeah, I mean it, it's really nice because it it comes full circle, you know. And if we are going to and we are. We're making a difference. We're, you know, the EV evolution revolution is happening. Um, maybe not as fast as some of us would like, but it's happening. And it, a big part of that is having the technical folks and, and the skill set, you know, for the next generation of, of people to build these things and design these things and wrap their brains around these big, big um ideas, you know, uh, have hand on hands on experience. So um, it really is, you know, in, in a lot of ways, this story is, you know, coming full circle, you know, yeah. you, you know, your father, you, your son, um, you know, ha- taking something um, and, and really making it like a blessing, you know, uh, yeah. so- something that that will, you know, really good stuff will come from. So I thank you for that. And yeah. Uh, yeah, and it's been really wonderful speaking to you. I know we talked a couple of times, but yeah. I've really enjoyed it. Yeah. Thanks for uh, putting it in such a beautiful way. It was great to hear. Yeah. It. Thank you. 
Thank you for listening to this episode of Stu's EV Universe. I would like to thank Eden Unger for creating the artwork and the music for this episode. Remember, please rate, review, subscribe, and share, as that's the only way we can continue to grow. Now you can support us on Patreon by going to patreon.com slash EVU. Remember, the EV revolution runs on your energy. I'm Stuart Unger. See you next time.